This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We're glad to have you with us today. We are uh, excited about this topic that we're going to be talking about today. And I think we're excited about it because it happens to us all the time. It's constantly happening. <laughs> it's constantly happening. <laughs> yeah. Now, we have talked about this topic in the past, and you'd say, well, why would you want to revisit something that you've talked about? Because it's constantly happening. Because it's constantly <laughs> happening, right? And you, if you don't learn from it once, you need to learn from it the next time. And you know, why is the same things taught in Scripture, it seems like, over and over? Because we don't always get it the first time. Right. Or the 50th time. Yeah. Or the kind of like Groundhog Day, right? Kind of like Groundhog Day, yeah. exactly, right? <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we're going to be talking about, over the next couple of weeks, four different concepts, but there's really six in the entirety of it. And Darren, can you kind of talk us through what God's constantly doing in our life? Yeah, I, we're going we're gonna to be talking about that God is always in the process of, of disrupting, dismantling, healing, and restoring us. And those are the four main concepts, but there's one on the front end of that, and there's one on the back end of that, and that is that God usually disrupts us by enticing us. He entices us with, that girl's pretty. Um, I, that job seems like a good job. I, that more money. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, ministry. Man, I can help people. Um, he entices us to do something, and then... Oddly enough, a disruption comes along, and then some dismantling happens, and then some healing breaks through, and then some restoring happens, and then the sixth part is we get released back onto the world, right? That that all of that process of, of disruption, dismantling, healing, and restoring now needs to be released. It's not just for us that we're going through this. Sometimes it may feel very much like it's just for me. But honestly, almost everything God does in his kingdom is not just for me. It's for me and for me to be able to bless the kingdom. So if what I'm understanding, though, if I, if I can just avoid the two end ones. Yes. Right. If I could just the enticing, I, I don't want him entice yep. me. Just walk around. La, 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 yeah, la, la, yeah, la, I'm hearing you, God. I'm not buying in, not falling for that one again. Yep. Yep. Right. If yeah. I could do that or I don't let him release me. Right. Right. It's a catch only, not catch and release. Yeah, right. right. That's right. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. I can avoid those other four, right? Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> true. Because you're going to be stuck in that uh, disruption, dismantling, healing, and restoring. And you don't get the fun part of the enticement at the beginning, the desires of your heart. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. That's, that's enticement. Um, and it's no fun to just... I mean, I like fly fishing, and I like doing it by myself sometimes, but it's more fun with friends. Mm -hmm. And so to have that healing and restoration and then released upon the kingdom to be able to do something, it's so much more fun with friends. It is, absolutely. And so, you know, it's a whole piece of it. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to focus on just the middle part. This week, we're going to talk about the disruption and dismantling, and next week, the healing and restoring. But it, 
it is constantly happening. And it, you, Andy, you referenced a movie. Mm-hmm. So yep. why don't you tell us a little bit about the clip we're getting ready to play? So it just came up. Y'all were talking about, well, it happens again and again. So um, I submitted the um, the uh, Groundhog clip for uh, the show because I just watched it recently. It took me 27 years to watch it. I've heard everybody talk about how great it is. <laughs> And so I, I watched it thinking it was more about this guy posing, and I knew about the idea of it replays itself or whatever. So I watched it this weekend. I think it was Groundhog Eve, I believe. We like Eves around here. Yeah, so um, I really enjoyed it, but it really became enlightening. It was when I found out about the topic for this week, I was like, well, shoot, that's the best example because essentially um, here's this uh, reporter that's just kind of – arrogant and checked out and cynical and he needed some disruption and he needed some dismantling and both of those really show up if you've seen the movie we're going to play the uh, trailer for it but it just kind of goes through all that stuff but what you really see though is a guy that first of all whenever he sees this disruption he tries to take advantage of it and use it for his own uh opportunity he takes each day and tries to build upon that to try to win a girl's heart but he was his motives aren't correct but then he gets set back and he goes through and basically tries to kill himself in 90 different ways. And then finally he gets it. He he really goes to the next stages. But it's pretty cool to, to Yeah, and watch. if you haven't seen the movie, what ends up happening is he wakes up and every day is literally Groundhog right. Day. It starts with the Sonny and Cher song in right. the morning at 6 a.m., the same DJs. Repetitive. And it's repetitive every day. And so we're going to go ahead and play the clip and come back and talk about it. people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat weatherman phil connors is spending the day in puxatawney pennsylvania phil ned ned ryerson i did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show bing bing but phil's about to find out He's not just stuck in Puxatawney. Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? Chance of departure today, 100%. He's stuck <laughs> in Groundhog Day. I'm reliving the same day over and over. Bill? Ned Ryerson? Bang! Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Well, it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> Again, at first, he was a little anxious. Bill? What? Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? I'd say the chance of departure is 80%. (laughs) But now, we could do whatever we want. He's discovering the possibilities. Don't you worry about cholesterol? Why? And living life Hmm. like there's no tomorrow. Phil Connors! Ned! Because... I am an immortal. I have been stabbed, shot, burned, frozen, electrocuted. I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. He's out of his gourd. But to get what his heart wants most... What are you looking for, Phil? A day for the weekend? ...means living this day over again <laughs> till he gets it right. Believe it or not, I studied 19th century French poetry. <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> I study 19th century French poetry. La fille qui You speak French. We, oui. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell. To the groundhog. I always drink to world peace. Well, what should we drink to? 
I like to say a prayer and drink a world peace. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. He might be okay. Yes! Life has a funny way of repeating itself. What did you do today? Oh, same old, same old. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is one, Darren. Why don't you explain a little bit of our, our perspective on how that? Oh uh, yeah, I saw the movie when it first came out. I took my daughter; she was like uh, seven years old on a daddy-daughter date, or maybe nine years old, and it was a daddy-daughter date. And I sat there going, "Oh my goodness, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life." And the reason was is because I didn't have a clue about the poser, you know, this mm-hmm. poser mentality. And I didn't have a clue about God dismantling and disrupting and all of those things. But it's the perfect clip, Andy. You did a great job there. The perfect clip because God's always coming after our pose. I mean, that's that's literally what he's trying to disrupt most of the time. Right. We get frustrated because we get caught. But that's usually what he's going after. Exactly. Now, Andy... Your perspective on the movie, having not seen it back in years right, ago when right, it came right. out, was what? Well, I did know, like Darren was saying, the poser. We see that at boot camp all the time, but I didn't really know the full story and how much. That First of all, he was – what I saw was the disruption came with this Groundhog Day that came out of, that kept repeating. I mean, they're there to report on the Groundhog coming out. They're stuck in that town, you know, nothing happening in that town. And how he stuck there – and just the, that's a disruption. But then he goes and tries to take care of his, the desire of his heart by manipulating this girl to like him. She rejects him, and then he goes out and tries to kill himself, like I say, 90 different ways. So he's trying to address his heart issue. You know, he's got he's being enticed. You know, he knows he wants something. But then the dismantling comes in when he fa- runs into failure after with her and, you know, some of the other things that are going on. And he's totally lost hope, and then finally it turns one day, and he gets into the healing. But I just saw the whole, you know, just the whole process there in the in the movie. But our life can feel like Groundhog Day. Yep. Now, now, Harold, I know we tease you a lot about age, but you know, you've had more <laughs> life than the rest of us, obviously, right? But isn't it a true statement that so it seems like there's seasons that feel eerily the same as other ones? Like I've been through this process before. If we don't learn from it. We tend to repeat it, don't we? Yep, you can. That's for sure. And God has his ways of bringing about changes that at the moment when they're happening, you think, wow, the bird just flew over and did a number on me. (laughs) But then some years later, you look back and you say, wow, what God really had in mind that I had no clue I'm in North Carolina because of a disruption. Mm -hmm. I was happy as a pig, and you know what? Back in Columbus, Mississippi, I had a good job. I just had a house built out of town, concreted a 325-foot-long driveway down a hill without knowing what I was doing, and it's still good. I saw it a few years ago, (laughs) not a single crack after 40-plus years, but... uh, What I look back and see is that I'm here tonight because of that disruption, having a whole set of friends that I never would have known otherwise. 
I was able to help take care of an elderly great aunt that was off up here in Greensboro with no family anywhere close. And so for the last about 10 years of her life, I was able to to help take care of her. And since she never had kids of her own, I was her favorite. I was the oldest grandchild of her sister. And uh, so looking back, you know, I say, okay, I thought I had lost a lot because we were part of a really great church. I was teaching the college-age class and just loving it. So there were all the things that I thought I would never leave Columbus, Mississippi. I went back a few years ago and glad I don't live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that's an example of God disrupting and doing some dismantling that leads to the healing and restoring. And when we come back, we're going to share some of our stories, past and maybe present, where God's doing that. And we talk about this and so much more at the boot camp. We have one coming up April 2nd through the 5th. Go to MasculineJourney.org to register now. Go register for the boot camp April 2nd through 5th. Oh, and it's cold outside, and you get out of the shower, and your towel won't dry you off. Oh, (laughs) it makes you feel like you might need to throw in the towel. (laughs) Well, go ahead. We got something better for you. My pillow towels. I mean, some bath towels just don't absorb water. Others, you know, you feel like you're drying off with sandpaper. About 20 years ago, the textile manufacturers came up with a not-so-brilliant idea to make towels softer by adding chemicals. Great idea, but one problem. The towels won't dry you off. My pillow is changing back to the better days when towels actually worked. This is Southern Cotton from the USA. 60-day money-back guarantee. Colors to match any bathroom. White, mineral gray, stone, ocean blue, royal purple, and more. If you order right now, you get 30% off a set. Two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Call 800-943-7096. Use promo code CARGUY. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way, you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey radio boot camp. Boot camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. So the way we got this bump the other day, mm-hmm. uh, the, the topic, you know, I've been thinking a little bit about the topic, and it just so happened that I, I watched uh, Shrek, uh, one of the Shrek movies, because I saw it was on, I can't remember whether it was Hulu or, you know, one of those, right? And so, uh, inter- internet movie database or whatever, and so I put it on there and I was watching it, and it was all about disruption. 
and dismantling. And then I watched something from the Eagles, uh, the, the band, the Eagles, and we'll play a clip from that later that talked about the same thing. And so, you know, we started thinking about the topic again and kind of sent it out. And I was thinking, man, I have no clue on a bump, none at all. So I'm riding along, I'm on my way to work and it's had my, my, um, radio on the actual radio. Normally it's MP3 or something that's mm-hmm. playing. And that song comes on. And I'm like, God, I just, I don't have a bump. <laughs> and then it played the chorus, and I thought, well, how perfect. At least from my sight, you know, looking at it is when those disruptions come and the dismantling comes, if I don't have open eyes mm-hmm. and open arms to them, mm-hmm. they feel a lot different than they really are, don't they, Aaron? Yeah, and, and having this perspective of knowing that God is trying to disrupt dismantle heal and restore and he's not doing it because he's mad at me he's doing it because he wants me to live the fullest life that he created me to live right and and until i had understood this part of of god's healing and and the way that god works um i would get mad you know, and I didn't look at it with open arms and open eyes, but having that perspective now allows me, I still get mad. I mean, let me just be honest. I still get mad when God disrupts me. I still throw fits like a little baby. And then when I'm done crying, I go, okay, God, what what are you doing? Okay, what's this disruption about? Because, you know, I mean, you it eventually you just, it goes back to, am I going to trust that he's at least, at the very least, he's using the disruption, even if he didn't bring it on, you know? And and I, I promise you that happens a lot. Yeah, I agree. Where he doesn't necessarily bring it on, but he's going to use it. And so it's then, okay, God, how, how do you want to use the disruption? And knowing that there's a dismantling that's coming you know, and it, it sets you up, and then you don't lose heart so much, knowing that yeah. there's disruption, dismantling, healing, and restoring all involved. If you didn't have the second two, oh, you my would goodness. not want to go through the first two. <laughs> no, I mean, who wants to be disrupted and dismantled? Yeah, and, and, and I admit, I'm the Sounds exact, like an old car. <laughs> I'm the exact same way. I get so frustrated when disruption comes. You know, even when I know that it's going to be for my good in the long run, it still just frustrates me. You know, but then again, I have to change my perspective in order to see what God's doing. And sometimes that only comes from looking back, right? It's hard to do in the midst of it. Now, we have Jim with us tonight, but it's not Jim that you normally hear. This is Jim of old, not I'm, old Jim. I, I'm the replacement Jim tonight. You are. You're RJ2, our Jim 2, <laughs> right? Um, but, you know, Jim, our other Jim is not here, but this is Jim Barecki, who's been with us several times. It just hadn't been with us in a while. And so you've had some disruption not too long ago. In yeah, your life, um, the, right? the, the the question is, when is God not disrupting my life? <laughs> I, uh, I I think God uh, knows me all too well. I tend to get uh, set in my ways, and I, I need to push now and then. Um, and what you're referring to is kind of what we were talking about before we went on the air. Um, sometimes the dis- disruption is not just for yourself. Sometimes it's to help others. And to kind of expand your uh, boundaries, um, me and my wife, uh, we uh, decided that we were tired of walking up and down stairs in our split foyer of the house, and we were either going to build a new home, or we were going to remodel the one we had and stick an elevator in the garage, right? Well, uh, we went through all the process to see what that would cost us. Uh, That was very cost prohibitive, 
of uh, doing that, right? So that was one uh, uh, roadblock that uh, me and my wife were kind of frustrated at. And then her youngest son says, hey, you know what? I want to buy the place. So we let him go through the process, and lo and behold, his debt-to-income ratio was not correct. <laughs> so now we're frustrated because what do we do? You know, do we do we throw the market house up on the market? You know, in in that process, probably less than four or five days later, you know, her oldest son has a heart attack at thirty three and has a triple bypass. Wow! And so at that point, right, we need to take care of her oldest son, and he was living with us for about three months. If we had been in the middle of a move, or worse shit been in the middle of a remodel he wouldn't have been able to stay with us now at the time i was frustrated it's like god what are you doing and why you know uh but fortunately you know we were able to help out uh john michael through this whole process and uh he's back to work and he's doing well that's awesome it's awesome. I, we were all talking, you know, before the show, kind of comparing disruption stories, mm-hmm. you know, and, and several of us wouldn't even be in North Carolina if yeah. it wasn't for disruption. Yeah. Right. And none of us would be a part of this team that that's together if it wasn't for disruption in our life. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, you know, well, your story and my story parallel a lot. Um, I came to North Carolina um, basically running away from... My wife and I had had um, my first wife and I had had some really serious marital problems, and and uh, I was the pastor of a church, and and could have stayed there for a long, long time, but um, knew that we needed to get out of town and find a place where people didn't know our baggage. Not so much that we were trying to hide things, but that if she was going to get the healing that she needed and if I was going to get the healing that I needed, we didn't need to be reminded of our sin all the time. And so we felt like, you know, this was a new opportunity. And so we, you know, up and moved to Kernersville, North Carolina, you know, in 1999, not knowing. And I had been trying to find men in you know to walk with for a long time and and it just seemed like it never happened never happened never happened and until i met you um and so you know things have changed dramatically um since you and i have met yeah and for me it was uh, moving from indiana a place that was setting up my life to always live there the rest of my life and my company offered me the opportunity to come down and, and look at the opportunity and i thought well there's no harm in looking which became God saying, you know, I want you to go. And there's an enticing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, followed by some a lot of distraction, mm-hmm. <laughs> disruption uh, that happened down the road. But ultimately, it landed me into a group of friends that love me well, mm-hmm. that I could not do life without, you know, this group that we have well, here. Well, most of them love you well. Well, most. Some yeah, of us, yeah, yeah. you know, not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, mostly. Anyway, I want to go ahead and get to a clip so that we mm-hmm. get it in. And then Andy, I want to have you share a little bit of your story. But I, I'm watching with my son, my youngest son, the history of the Eagles, and it's, it's not family friendly, so I wouldn't say go out and watch it with <laughs> your kids, right? But we're actually going to go see the Eagles, uh, the concert, and so part of it was I wanted to know who the players were and who you know the uh-huh. different parts of their story, so the, the concert would make sense. And he loves music; he, he's a music oriented person. And so we're watching it, and there's this clip from Joe Walsh, 
people. And if you don't know Joe Walsh's story, who he is, he's a rocker that partied very, very hard for several decades. And you can tell by listening to yeah. him. Yeah. Not, not, just, uh, not just years. We're talking decades. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that got him away from cocaine use, alcoholism, and all that was because the Eagles got back together. And they said, if you don't get sober, you can't be with us. And so he joins the story, and he's sharing part of his story, and then comes along this little clip when he's talking about perspective of life. And I wanted to play it, and then we'll come back and talk about it. As you live your life, it appears to be anarchy and chaos and random events, non-related events, smashing into each other and causing this situation. And then then this happens, and it's overwhelming, and, and it just looks like, what in the world is going on? And later, when you look back at it, it looks like a finely crafted novel. But at the time, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty blunt ending there. It, it don't. don't. It, it don't. don't. It you know, don't. at the time, it, it don't. don't His philosophy kind of ran out you know, <laughs> at the end. But, you know, when you think about that, and I don't know what his spirituality mm-hmm. is or anything like that. I'm assuming he's probably not Christian. But I think what's interesting is when you have the perspective and you look back, in order for it to be a finely crafted novel, there has to be an author. Absolutely. Right? And so there's somebody that's putting those pieces together. Mm-hmm. And I think that at some point people begin to see that. That there's more than this randomness that, that happens to me. That mm-hmm. things do fall into place when I have open eyes and open arms and let them change me. Now, Andy, what's a little bit of your story? So I just want to know what took y'all so long to get here to North Carolina. I got here in '78, <laughs> and y'all just dilly dallied around. I don't know what took so long. Well, Harold was probably here before you. <laughs> I'm thinking, but that—that's just saying. But uh, no, and I, I'm the same way. Um, I probably wouldn't be in this ministry. Um, I had a, a something in my heart. It was an enticement. I knew there was a deeper place with God, and I'd walk with God. But there was just all the stuff that you hear in the masculine journey that was not all of it, but a lot of it was missing. And, you know, you don't know what you don't know. But um, broken relationship got me to looking for something deeper, read Wild at Heart, that enticement, because it was the questions that I had that I started seeing, hey, somebody's got an answer or figured this thing out. And I started reading the book, and I'm like, okay, there's something to that. And shortly thereafter, I see a uh, poster in a a, um, Panera in Kernersville, and it's like, okay, there's something, somebody around here that's doing the same thing, which was quite of a blessing because these boot camps aren't everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, for them to be here... It was these guys. I just thank them for starting the ministry, but but just along those lines of of dismantling and disrupting. I mean, my life was exploded. I was a family man. I didn't look for this, um, but God has done so some incredible things in the healing process after that. But it truly was a dismantling, and it was something probably I probably had my priorities out of out of whack. And then I was living there in that place of just being. Um, just pretty much just good with where I was at and I needed a change so and God does come in and he disrupts and then right behind that he dismantles and he takes apart things and that could be beliefs it could be the way I'm living it could be the way I'm looking at life mm-hmm. right there's a disruption that oh no something's happened and then there's a dismantling 
which sets you up for the healing and the restoring, right? And, and, and you can't stop it from happening. You can fight it, which we all do, but we need to let God continue to do this dismantling so we can get to the healing and restoring. And we're going to talk about that when we come back next week. In the meantime, go to masculinejourney.org to register for the boot camp coming up April 2nd through the 5th and pray this week about dismantling and disruption.